You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? It's like a thousand percent real. They weren't extra playing it for jokes. They weren't playing it for drama. There's just a scene with some hard drugs where you're like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> Hi, Mitch. Hello. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. You ain't interrupting. We just chat. We're not, we haven't started the show. Oh, nice. Sorry, I was late. I was trying to get to the next commercial break on the Better Call Saul finale. And then I was like, 40 minutes left. God damn. It's almost a two hour finale. And this is the series finale? Yep. They done, son. This means I can watch, uh, since I'm caught up on Saul, I can watch Breaking Bad again. Hey, Mitch. Yeah. They make new TV all the time, homie. That's irrelevant. We do a podcast about it. You know, there's a show that a new <laughs> show out. I heard it's pretty good. Uh, it's called The Orville. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard? Hey, of Mitch, it? pretty great. <laughs> I let it play all day on my TV while I was at work today. Why'd you do that? You're supposed to watch it. Because I don't want your show to get canceled. Oh, that's a true blue fella right there. I'm gonna watch it too, but I, I joked about it the other night, and then I realized like I could do that. <laughs> well, you're a true friend, Jake Becker. Where's your um your other friend that was gonna come? Oh, none of you guys are watching what we do in the shadows, and I didn't want to have him over just for him and me to have like commandeer the conversation for 15 minutes or something. Oh, we've no, you could. Yeah. Oh, it's all it's it's all good. I told him like watch get caught up on Sandman, watch some other shit. Because he watches most nerdy shit. He's just a little behind. I was like, yeah, come do the next one next week. Well, what we do in the shadows is really hitting a stride, y'all. Yeah, I was. I started watching it, and I was like, I enjoy this. I'll come back to it later. And then I forgot. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. You know how it goes sometimes. No, I did that, too. I think between the first and second season, there was a big wait. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty close to the movie. Looking at some, I got quiet. I, I mostly went back to it because, like, I want to support everything Kyle Novacek does. Who's that? Oh, that's the dude from Workaholics. Yeah, the drug dealer. Yeah, Carl. He, Carl, the drug dealer, is the executive producer and the guy who talked Taika into letting it be a TV show. Cool. And he directs a lot of them. I thought the movie was great. <laughs> yeah, I like the movie too. And from what I've seen of the show, it's fantastic. I have to say the show's better. Really? Just, yeah, like the, I mean. The first season was good, but it wasn't better. I don't know if the first season was better, but that's what I was about to say. The show's better just because the format has so much more room to breathe. And they they have more room to plan things. It doesn't have to be a three-act arc you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so the whole mockumentary thing is a little bit more entertaining when you can watch their lives kind of slip away from them from time to time a little bit okay yeah you you lose jermaine clement but you gain matt berry so so jermaine clement who still shows up in it from time to time yeah yeah but like you know yeah i mean like he was my favorite character in the movie yeah all I know is in a fuck Mary kill, Matt Berry's never my kill. Fair enough. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm also having a bit of a Richard Iowade awakening. Is he the Who's guy that? from the good place? Uh he's the guy from the IT crowd. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh 
Moss from the IT crap. The one the one who speaks real na- nasally. All right, he, he him and John Oliver were comedy partners from when they were like 18 till John Oliver moved here and he is incredible. But watching him fuck with people on like British quiz shows and interview shows is like majestic. Did you all ever watch the game show Password? Yeah. Uh they brought it back and Kiki Palmer hosts it and Jimmy Fallon is like the the producer. Main. Well, he must be a producer cuz he's the main guest and then he's, they always have another guest yeah he's like jamie farr i was gonna say betty white i think that's what i was gonna say too but i was like betty white was mostly on match game but then i was like oh shit no she was she was on yeah you're right and they they even discuss it they honor her uh nice. dedicating it at the end of the first episode um but Damn. yeah I, just, I don't know it was she, pretty cool. she would have just lived a little bit longer she could have been on the new version of password oh god that would have been great my favorite credit for Betty White. Any guesses? Favorite credit oh. for Betty White. Was it the uh, Lake Placid? <laughs> That's probably up there. Nah, man. She was she was the Chevrolet girl in 1955. Hell yeah. So the 55 Bel Air premiered. And it was after she was done being a model. It was when she was a personality. But it rules. She toured the country and showed everybody the coolest car ever made. Noise. That's how they advertise cars back then. Yeah, they'd find somebody everybody trusted from the TV and then send them on a nationwide tour with the car. Yep. I mean, has things really fucking changed since then? I haven't been driving Lincolns all my life, but they's all right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, what a weird decision he made there. Yeah, all the way to the bank. Yeah. Who's that? I missed the my uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Oh yeah, he was the she was shilling for Lincoln when they got perfectly two good perfect clowns in a posse that could have shilled for Lincoln. True. Yeah, but it was more weird because he like did it in the same dress and like styling as the Lincoln lawyer. Like I don't know, years after he did the Lincoln lawyer, and that's like his whole attachment to Lincoln. And then they have a new Lincoln lawyer and he's still out here. Just like sometimes I play bongos and get arrested naked on the beach. Lincoln. <laughs> <clears throat> Snoop Dogg Betty, rolls a tight fatty. Betty White was in the 1955 Chevy Bel Air ad. Yep. And toured with it. I don't know if it was the Motorama tour or the town to town tour. Here she is, isn't <laughs> it? That's fucking great. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> And it's when she still looked different because by the time the 60s hit, she looked like Betty White. She had that Steve Martin thing where she was like, I've had gray hair since I was 25. Yeah. Well, I mean, because like how old is she on Mary Tyler Moore? Uh, she's got to be in her 60s. Oh, Mary Tyler No, Moore? no fucking way. She's, that means she's in her, in her 40s. 80s. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, that means she's in her 30s, early 40s. Yeah, so she's like less than 10 years older than me. And when I was a kid, it was indistinguishable to my brain from her and Golden Girls. <laughs> right. Well, wait a minute. Well, wait I mean, a minute. When was the Mary Tyler Moore show? 1970. Yeah, and her and Ed Asner already looked like it was 2012. But, but I, my point is, I'm Ed was, Asner. she was born in what, 1920? 1922. So she so, was 48. Yeah, so almost 50. <laughs> For oh, some shit. reason, I thought, That's, what? I was going to say, uh, I totally forgot because I was getting her confused with another match game alumni, Brett Summers. Um, That's right, with the glasses. Betty White was married to Alan Ludden, who was the original host of Password. Yeah. Yes. 
and he gave her canary huh he gave her her famous cadillac she drove for the rest of her life oh, okay i was like is this like a std that i haven't heard about he gave her canary what the fuck are you talking about? no she like fame she like famously drove this car until she was way too old and too little to drive it and like you'd see it around la and know like there's betty white and that bastard ass fucking old caddy Hell yeah, dude. Let's see here. Mary Tyler Moore show. She was on in 73 to 77. So she would have been 51. Okay. So that's a little older than I thought she was. I thought she was younger going into the Golden Girls, I think. She was in her 60s in the Golden Girls. Yeah. She was 61. Wow. Thank you for being a fan. I love the Golden Girls. Yeah, who doesn't? if you like the Golden Girls, may I suggest Golden Palace? Is that the porno version oh, of is it? That, is that what the, with the washed up uh, '80s actresses like Valerie? No, Dillon? it's it's the sequel to Golden Girls that failed miserably. Oh. It's so much better. The joke writing is so insanely good. Mitch Hurwitz is the fucking showrunner. Whoa, from uh, uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, and Modern Family, and all of that. And I mean, dude, it's. It makes Seinfeld look joke light. So it was out. It, so it was Betty White, Rue McClanahan, Estelle Getty, B. Arthur didn't return, but Cheech Marin and Don Cheadle. Yeah, oh, Cheech plays Chewy, and Don Cheadle plays like the manager of the hotel the women bought together. What's happening? For real? I don't know if I know this. No, it, yeah, never- it was like not supported because b arthur left so like people just didn't get on board in the 90s and i think it was up against like new shows that ended up being crushers and killers but it's way better than it has any right being is it because b arthur was on mod and again mod no they oh i was like did they bring mod back in the 90s b arthur shows up for two episodes after she got up plastic surgery date because oh, wow. she barely looks like b arthur uh when she gets angry she still looks like b arthur but before that she looks like b arthur got a bunch of plastic surgery <laughs> shoot this botox into my fucking head yeah, it looks like she went and it was like i'll have the shatner <laughs> damn b arthur was a marine yeah dude i always liked b arthur yeah and i can't even think of any show oh you know what she was awesome in uh, history of the world. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Do you remember that? Gonna... Do you know what scene I'm talking about? Yeah, I thought you were gonna say I can't think of her in anything other than the All in the Family universe because that's mainly where she is for me too. All in... mod. I don't remember. All in... I didn't really watch All in the Family a whole lot. Okay, mods and All in the Family spinoff, much like the Jeffersons. Oh yeah, I knew about the Jeffersons. I didn't know about Mod. Yeah. She's also mod. in one of the best episodes of Futurama where they uh they crash land on the planet of giant Amazonian women who are ruled by a femputer, which is actually just a female robot pretending to be a computer fact did a great video on what if we reverse the genders in that episode how horrific is it mm. pretty horrific Snoo- spoilers snoo snoo is uh hey that's some some weird wild stuff Ed. yeah dude it's like yab yum if i got any kerouac fans out there speaking of which we're on episode 271 of the broadcast geeks i am matt oren i'm jake becker i'm midnight mitch jones they said it couldn't happen they said it wouldn't last
But ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls, and all non-binary party people in between, we got a podcast for that ass. Podcast for that ass. I like that. Can we sticker that? Maybe. I think you'll have to use some Grawlix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get sued by Adam Caton Holland and Ben. No, a- the actual thing. I don't. Yeah, I know. I was just making an ah uh-huh. ha Okay. <laughs> what are we watching, boys? You finished Sandman, huh, Matt? Why don't we start with that? Start Sandman. So Sandman Let's... was excellent. Excellent, right? Excellent. Uh, as as a I'm not going to say as the biggest fan, but as a enormous fan of the Sandman universe, it was really well done and it was really well put together and well thought out. And if if this is what we get as a result of having to wait that extra decade, uh, I'm okay with it because now I'm excited for the next part. Because this is as great as a story this is. If you were to break the whole uh, uh, Sandman volumes, the whole set story arc into uh three maybe even i guess four but let's say three mini art this one isn't even my favorite of of all of them it, it really sets the tone and it really sets a little behind the scenes stuff for what's going to come later but the shit that happens later in the story is so fucking good that if this first season was that good i i, I can't imagine what we're in store for can i question your math while we're on it real quick yeah okay there's 10 volumes, right? I, I think there's 11, but 10, sure. Right, but one's an overture or whatever, right? Maybe. There's extra parts that came out. Right. I think Gaiman considers the 10 the core. Sure. Didn't they cover two volumes in this season? See, and that's this- the thing. I've read this series. So many times, times it's all one thing in your it, head. It's all one thing in my head. Okay, I be- I believe they covered two trades, so at this pace we'll get five seasons. But Gaiman kind of implied on that Netflix interview that it'll be more. Oh well, I hope it's not, uh, unless he expands it um, or covers the other books that he created, which are more one shots. So there's a couple of books about just death, which are really good, and then there's a couple of uh, like anthologies where. There's a story for each member of the end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I also trust him that if he says like it mathematically, it should be five, but it's going to take me six or seven. Like, yeah, well, the way you're doing it, fucking take your time, sweetheart. I mean, you got to think that if he says it's five. um, Well, he just acknowledges that they've covered the two. And then the interviewer asks like, oh, so at that rate, five seasons. And he's like, I think quite possibly it'll be more. You're like, oh, it might be five and then season five, part two or something like that. Yeah, could be that, too. But he definitely implied pretty heavily that his plans extend maybe past that. The the thing I I believe, though, is that the story that we just watched, you know, where he goes and and talks to Desire, that's like book three thought. And and the thing is, is, yeah, so uh, book three is Dream Country. And then it might go into uh, the one right after, which is not Season of Mist. Yeah, yeah this was that. supposed to cover Preludes and Nocturnes and the Doll's House. Okay. Well, is, what, is what we saw. Fair. Uh, let me look at the. But book. I get what you're saying that that one scene at the end is from season is from volume three. But I think that was so that maybe it didn't have quite as neat of an ending, so that they yeah. have a bit of a cliffhanger. No, it's it, it actually did a really 
it, it ended it really well. Like it would have been the kind of thing that if I didn't know Neil Gaiman was behind it, I would have said, whoever did this really understands Neil Gaiman's work. Um, it was, yes. the, it was the, in that large story, it is the place to stop it because now it, it, that's what I was talking about as far as setting the tone. It's like, okay, so we know there's some shit, family shit going on. Yeah. And now we got to figure out who are these two? Why are they doing this? And why is he not surprised? But then, when, see, that's the beauty of their names is that the more you get to see them, the more you get to understand that they truly are anthropomorphic representations of their, uh, their, their function. Yeah. Of, of, of that is their function, I should say, of of their names. Desire, you know. Anytime you desire something, you go through her. And if you desire her twin, is despair uh, because if you yeah. don't get what you desire, so yeah. it's 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 dope. And I think the casting phenomenal. Uh, Dude, I don't know who else could have played Dream. I would agree with you on that. Like he bring he he's doing something that's almost goofy and does it with gravity with gravitas and grav like it draws every like he is the center of everything and he's doing almost nothing to like a comical level yeah isn't gravitas the same thing as gravity yeah but it sounds but he, cooler it does sound cooler but he like it just kills and then like some of those weird shots where like things are just a little off you like when he's in people's dreams or talking to people and the mm -hmm. and the the like his the film they're using to him to edit in is just at a slightly different angle than what they're bringing in and it really conveys that kind of dream space that blurred edges around the bottom yeah yeah I fucking love not and everything's off yeah. yeah like i thought maybe my tv's ratios weren't right or that yeah. i was fucking something up yeah. and then it like very quickly occurred to me like oh it's like the it's dreaming or dreaming it's, it's not yeah, quite right it's it's the way to get that that uh that scene it's yeah which is I, a it, that's a pretty deft way to handle dealing with all the psychedelic art mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to watching it again I really did enjoy it and I'm looking forward to future seasons. I hope they, they uh, just record all of it right now. So in case anybody dies, we don't have to worry about it or yeah. another pandemic, like film all fucking four seasons, uh, whatever it's going to be. And, and then put them out once a year. I would agree. I think that's, just a good way to start doing business for the, all these people. I, would, I can't um, wait to watch it for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Well, when the Orville's done, you could watch it. Orville's never done. <laughs> what what season is the Orville on? Four? Number three. Three, okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I, it's for my money, it's the best Star Trek out there. All hail Seth MacFarlane. Um, I do like Seth MacFarlane. Me too, man. I if you're like Trek, which I know you kind of do, Matt. Um, I, do, I do like Trek. I think you should check this out because it starts out kind of like it's kind of got a light tone, but it finds its footing pretty quick, and then it gets into some real Star Trek heavy episodes. You know, just like the morality of fucking interfering with certain planets and and their and their ways of life and whatnot. Yeah. I I enjoyed the first season or at least the half of it that I that I watched. I liked the um interactions between the main characters. I thought it was a lot of fun. I don't remember yeah. a whole lot of it, but I I did enjoy I like the parallels to Trek. The all male rock creatures, the whole religious storyline. Oh yeah. It's uh it's pretty great, man. There's one in the second season where they open up a, a time capsule from 2015 and there's one where 
there's one storyline where one of the crew members is like finds an, an old iPhone in there and it's like this girl and she's like, hey, I didn't know. I couldn't figure out what to put on the time capsule. So I'm putting my old phone in there and like he uses the simulator to kind of like learn more about her and then ends up like kind of falling in love. And it's what? a real it's what's that? Which character is it? Uh, Malloy played by Scott okay. Grimes. Yeah. Oh, Grimesy. Yeah. So, and like he he gets to the point where like he in the simulation she gets back together with her boyfriend Greg, and uh, he like has to deal with that part of the simulation. But on the other end of that, which like this is a real like heart, it, it tugs on the heartstrings. You've ever had a, like a tumultuous love story? You fucking it'll get you right in the gut. But on the other end of it, they find a pack of cigarettes in the in the uh, time capsule. And one of the other crew members, they try cigarettes for the first time. It's the, it's, <laughs> it's the two, uh, they're, they're basically like stand in for the Romulans. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they smoke the cigarette. And he's like, it's like I have been standing for my entire life and I finally got to sit down. <laughs> Oof, God bless that quote. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, it's great. And then, there's like, not to spoil anything, but so where I last watched the end of the second season, I thought that was the end of the season, but turns out there's four episodes past it. And there's like, they create an alternate timeline, then they have to try to fix the timeline. And then the third season, which is subtitled New Horizons, starts off from when they go back to fix the timeline. Okay. So it's really fucking cool, man uh i'm just i've been all about it i've been trying to just plow through it so i can watch other things and then i i'm gonna watch it on hulu because i've been watching it on hulu and then i'm gonna watch it on disney plus so the mouse knows that they need to order season four that's why jake was like i left it on all day so it'll get the numbers (laughs) yeah looking out for mitch Yeah, so I'm all about it. That's my recommendation for the week, The Orville. I'm all about this show called This Fool. I heard about that. Yeah. It came out this week, didn't it? Yeah, it came out, I don't I don't know, the other day. I watched it all already. It's really good. Uh it made <laughs> me think you, it made me think of you a lot, Mitch, because it's uh like and I mean this in no kind of dragging way, but it's this guy who's just like the best guy in his whole family in like every direction, but he's like living at home like partially out of like it's a good idea and partially out of like he kind of takes care of everybody and it's just oh. like that sweet that sweet aspect of him every time it came up i was like oh this guy's like a little latino mitch shows <laughs> but yeah. uh dude it's so fucking funny it's basically about this guy i was just talking about uh louise hugs not and, thugs and he runs yeah he runs he helps run a charity called uh hugs not thugs or thugs yeah hugs not thugs and uh it basically I, does it open up with the flashback matt oh you're muted yeah with uh when when he, when he drives by yeah okay so no it, it like no big spoilers it opens up with a flashback of him like witnessing a drive-by and kind of crawling out of the way slowly and then getting up and like the guy who's doing the drive-by yelling at him like hey man how you doing because he knows him and it's his cousin and then you flash forward to now all these years later and his cousin's getting out of prison and he's got to go pick up his cousin and his cousin's living with him yeah oh shit so they just released all 10 episodes on one day huh yeah 
And how long are these episodes per? Like 21 to 25. Oh, nice. All right. All right. Cool. Easy watch. Yeah, it's really easy watching. And 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 Michael Imperioli's in it. Christopher Moltisanti from uh, Sopranos. Sopranos. Yeah. And he fucking rules in his role. And he ends up having a character trait that is fucking hysterical and pays off in a way that was like, it's, it's just like one of the best brilliant dick jokes I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Fred Armisen plays a billionaire in it. And I, fuck, I wish I knew the name of the lady who plays this billionaire wife. That is a wild episode. Uh, it's, it's so good. It's really heartfelt. I put it up there with shows like, Detroiters, Southside. I think this is one of those comedies that's like really hitting something that hasn't been hit before. And I just hope it gets attention before it gets bought by HBO Max. Why would it get bought by HBO Max if it's on Hulu? Doesn't that mean it's owned by like 20th century? I'm just joking that no one watched Southside at all. Mm. Not even, not even you guys. Like, I mean, like no one watched Southside until Why didn't you tell us about it? I told you guys about it every week. It was on. I just discovered it last year. For two years. Hysterical. (laughs) Well, that's what I mean, though. This is one of those things that like it's on Hulu. If you read the description of it, where it's just like, you know, a kid is taking care of his cousin who just got out of jail, comedy drama, like it might not be the thing that grabs you, but it's like really, really funny. There are lines in it that are fucking hilarious that immediately when the cousin meets him and he's like, man, what happened to you? Why does your body still look 19 and your face looks 56? I'm like Edward James almost. Yeah, you got Ed- Edward James almost face. <laughs> Nice. This thing doesn't even have an entry on Wikipedia. That's how new it is. Yeah, it's really, really good, and it it pay like the end of the series. It pays off really well. Like if it did get canceled, it ends in a satisfying way. But I really hope it continues. Is this a one and done type of thing? I don't think so. I think I think anybody who's being smart anymore, though, with these streaming things kind of writes it as a one and done. That's a little bit open ended. I think yeah. I think I think people that aren't Neil Gaiman have to kind of shy away from doing the cliffhanger and leaving fans frustrated. because yeah. This shit's so tumultuous now that I, I, the successful things go away for no reason. Like, <sighs> Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's the exact reason why every season finale of the Orville could be also a series finale. Because yeah. they're like, we, we don't know if we're going to get another season. So who knows? Yeah. So it, it ends in a very satisfying way where if it was one and done, it would seem like they almost did it on purpose. But it also ends in a way where you're like, oh, I'd love to see the next season of that. Oh yeah, I mean, like the buzz is good, dude. I was blown away. I I I put it on as like, okay, here's a new comedy. I I enjoy uh, early '90s cholo jokes and cholo uh, culture. I grew up in a neighborhood where me and Philip Atkinson were the only white kids, so that was a lot of the media I was exposed to before the fourth grade. And I like, there's not a lot of it anymore, you know. Ice Cube hasn't put out a Friday movie in a minute. Ah, dude, he's successful. Not to say that the Friday movies weren't successful, but... They were mounting another one before John died. Ah, man, he's so great, John Witherspoon. And Chris Tucker was back in. 
That first Friday movie, I would put as one of the funniest movies of all. Yeah, funny and like really good. I think so it's a really it good movie. Laugh. And there is so much, it is so entrenched in, I don't want to say the zeitgeist because I don't fully understand that word, uh, <coughs> but, but the vernacular and, and mannerism that come out of that. You know, anything, just be like, damn. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. You know, just it just rolls off the tongue. It's almost yeah. like the Simpsons. Come back. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that movie so, so much. See, Devo think he got mind control on me because when he be around, I'll shut the fuck up. When but he when leaves, he leaves, I'll be I'll talking, be talking again. again. <laughs> I got mind control of Devo. That's my, my grandma gave me that chain. <laughs> oh, that run. <laughs> It's a fucking classic. The black and white scenes. The moral of the story is a good moral of the story. Witherspoon's speech about fighting another day is yeah. really good. They should play that for kids. That's my dog. That's my dog. <laughs> uh, I could yeah, I could not adore a movie as much as Fred. No, it's a perfect film. It's one of it's one of the few ones because I'm not that guy where if I go buy it on like Tubi or something. I'm like, well, it's 35 minutes in. We're going to finish Friday. It might be interesting to listen to commentary from dude i would love to see if there's a commentary track i can find on youtube or something with dj Pooh and ice cube or something yeah i have the disc i should i should look because that could be a fun a fun one dude let's petition criterion <laughs> i was only half joking i'm like actually kind of serious i'd love to see a criterion commentary track where they brought the guys back now and then maybe oh, had yeah. other other big names from back then is Linklater dead? Richard Linklater? Know. Yeah. No, he's alive. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like have him and Kevin Smith and then DJ Pooh and Ice Cube talk about what indie film was like and like why Kevin Smith and Linklater love this film because I'm sure they do. I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah, it's so good. It's so have good. you guys heard about the Criterion Streaming Network? No. Okay. Matt is who I think would be most interested in it, and I'm glad he heard about it. I basically, a couple months ago, uh, Dana Gould did a long podcast with two of the people that work there mm. for his monthly podcast. I, I listened to one of it. I, f- I forget her name, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, too. And sh- she was awesome. And just, like, they basically... All the times we've bitched that, like, that's kind of what we lost in going digital with all of our media is we don't have commentary tracks or extras like we did. Mm -hmm. Is like they've built this whole thing around doing that and just doing the shit out of it. And it's really cool to me. And I I can't wait to start giving them money. Yeah, man. How much is that? I mean, anymore, you'd have to release, uh, like, commentary tracks as Patreon content. Yeah, Criterion. Yeah, I mean, really. Uh, You can do a 14-day trial. Like, we could fucking watch a movie together and do a commentary track where we just fucking talk about the... Like, we have no technical insight or anything, but we could make fun of a movie or something. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd be into that. That'd be a great way to do a Patreon for us. Yeah. But like one they just put up now is Midnight Run. Nice. Like that I rules. I recently saw Midnight Run for the first time. Grodin Holy and De Niro? fuck, is that a good movie? You'd never seen it before? Not before like, it was either earlier this year or the end of last year. Dude, that rules. That's one of those movies where I'm like jealous you got to find it that late in life yeah yeah and i can't see all the details but i think like everything they have on their channel they have extras for silver streak dude silver streak's one of my all-time fucking favorite movies no gene wilder and richard Pryor. yeah man i love that movie when i was too young too young for it i love 
to be honest with you, I could say I love all major Gene Wilder films, uh, but also any of the yeah. films that those two guys did together. Dude, like hear, they, they hear they no were. evil, see no evil. Yes, I enjoyed yeah. that movie very much. Not their best. <sighs> and you could tell Gene Wilder would look, was looking a little sick during that movie. I do think Silver Streak's probably my favorite with the two of them together. Yeah. I mean, what's the other option? Yeah, I guess that's it. But you know what? Sometimes I always, in my head, think of... Um, uh, Blazing Saddles. No, no. Richard Pryor was supposed to be in that. And he uh, wrote it like it was right. going to be It was going to be them as a team. No, what's the movie? Uh, it's uh, where they break out of prison. Uh, Stir Crazy? Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. Okay, that might that's be number one. one. That, that's one of my favorites. Of yeah, that might be better than Silver Streak. But Silver Streak, I feel, just like had a run on TCM when I was a kid where I just got to like watch it once a week for a while. Oh, that's fair. And and really just like internalize how fucking funny it was. Oh man, I loved Richard Pryor movies. They were great. Even Bruce. Yeah, man. Brewster's yeah. Millions. Busting Bustin' Loose. That is a fucking classic. Dude, they got the original shaft up right now. Like, I want to hear the commentaries on these. Just talking to you guys before on the pod, it made me like, oh yeah, I do miss that. Well, find out the cost. I'll I'll split it with you. Word. I'll try to figure it out. It looks that they make it very uh, not obvious on the site. I mean, at the least, I'll take advantage of a two-week trial. Yeah. I just did that again. I did a week trial for Shudder. I do that every few months. I check to see if it lets me do it on one of my accounts. And then I get a free week or two if I'm lucky a month. But I just don't nice. watch enough of that content. Lately, it's been... Uh, Netflix, Prime, and Hulu. Okay. Well, and, and HBO, because I had to watch a bunch of shit on there. Hell yeah. While it's still alive. <laughs> oh, uh, you hear what they said today? What? Was it they're, yesterday? They're going to fire Zaslav? No, they have a mental health, extreme mental health condition. Oh, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Yeah, they're, they're trying to... S- save this fucking movie <laughs> oh gosh really so that's how this is being painted now yep <coughs> well yeah well i mean being a psychopath is an extreme mental health condition yeah yeah they're not lying no i i would agree i would agree and you know what uh it's it's gonna be coming out anyway so maybe <laughs> they could mitigate some of the damage but i really would much rather watch a subpar movie or that ninety million Batgirl uh, than this Flash movie. Yeah, people are gonna boycott this. It's not gonna be like they're not gonna fucking make any money on it anyway, unless it is. It has to be fucking immaculate. I mean, not even Michael Keaton can save this movie. Yeah, I I hope I hope it's good, but it, you know, why would I think it is? It, it doesn't seem like DC knows how to make good decisions, and it's almost no. like they're purposely hiring these people <laughs> to make the company look worse so that the company can get sold or dismantled or I don't know what. Dude, everyone after Kevin Smith's rant, like anybody who's smart is basically saying like. Oh, they're burning the whole thing down for insurance money. Seems that way. And they just I mean, they just hired this guy after he tanked CNN Plus and basically only saved face on that by like really doing some weird insurance shit on that. And it seems like they almost brought him in on this to legit fucking insurance fraud everyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I live in fear every day that we're not going to get season two of Peacemaker. Dude, I really want to see that, but I really want to see the next season of Titans. I need to see the next season of Doom Patrol. And then another season of Harley. Well, let me ask you this. Is it possible that 
BC itself could be sold to another company or would it have to be, are they just so embedded in Warner Brothers that they couldn't be detached? I think they could be detached, but I i mean, that's all up in the air now because it's not A&T, it's not AT&T anymore who own them. They got sold. Mm-hmm. So the data I was going on before that like the comic book company is going to get liquidated, that threat might not be real anymore. It might be more real. I'm not sure because I don't think anybody has spoken out publicly about it yet really but uh and who who would have thought discovery bought warner bought out the other company yeah hbo max just crazy but they didn't buy hbo discovery didn't buy hbo no they acquired hbo max i believe if i if i remember the way kevin smith explained this the other night right they basically uh i think they got like part control of hbo but like they didn't get hbo but they got hbo max what's the i think i think they're different you know llc's Um... No. Yeah. So now, now the discovery, uh, you know, it'll take over and it'll be like, okay, so uh, we're gonna spend less time doing HBO Max originals and we're gonna have more fucking house renovation shows. Well, yeah, like they, that on Discovery. Well, they own Discovery, like uh, the Motor Week or whatever, Motor Trend. Uh, they own a lot of channels, man. TLC. Uh, ooh, there's more. My brain's drawing a blank. Do they own USA? Mm, what is it? Discovery? Discovery? Yeah, they they do. I would say they do now. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I'd have to check. But I think uh, their reach is more massive than people give it credit for because they kept the parent name Discovery. Warner Brothers does Discovery does own HBO. Um, but that's that's the thing. Like Discovery started off as just Shark Week and uh you know those kind of shows and then they just created such an unscripted universe of shows that are so popular yeah they had the money to ice road truckers ancient aliens that's where they made their money ice road aliens ancient ancient aliens just prints cash for those fucking people hey i still watch it I love it. So they took uh, control yeah. of HBO, CNN, and Warner Brothers. Not to mention TLC, Food Network, uh, Cartoon Network, HLN, Cinemax, right. Adult Swim. Studio Ghibli. Oh, shit. That was all delivery. I heard they're going to make Kiki's Delivery Service a reality show. Nice. It'll be like uh, people he have to get to Studio Ghibli there. Yeah. P. Diddy, his cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shutting the studio down. <laughs> I'm gonna need uh, y'all to go into Brooklyn. I watched Prey. Holding these balloons, holding these balloons. <laughs> have, you, have you guys seen the movie Prey yet? No, not yet. No. I've heard it's really good. I I liked it. My girls liked it, and uh, I don't know if it was appropriate, but we showed it to them. And hell yeah, the effects were cool. It was interesting because the only effects I didn't like was on the animals and it turns out that's where a lot of the cgi was because they didn't use any animals at all except for the dog okay and you saw like a big cgi bear yeah chasing like hey there's a predator out in these woods yeah um but the guy you know the the story was cool and the action was really good too he had a different mask than he does in in modern time okay okay and i don't know if it's because so that's the thing i don't know if it's implying because yeah, i haven't seen all the predator movies. if it's implying that it makes its mask or it gets its mask from materials of the time uh so does that mean like the materials on their planet 
260-something years ago were also lacking. You know, I don't know. I, I thought that was neat. Yeah, like, wouldn't, wouldn't you think the Predator's technology would be way far advanced over whatever's happening on Earth? And it was. He still had the scope and and the, the heat sensor and all the technology. It was just the, the appearance of the mask was more appropriate for hundreds of years ago. Huh. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see that. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I did watch, I might have already talked about it, The Man from Toronto. Mm, did any of you? It's the new... Uh, uh, Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson action comedy on Netflix. Oh, interesting. And it, no. It's about Kevin Hart's this guy who's trying to go on a nice vacation with his girlfriend and he goes to the wrong cabin because he reads the directions he printed out wrong. And the cabin he goes to is where the man from Toronto is supposed to go in there and torture information out of a man. And he just shows up and walks in and it's a, you know, mistaken identity. But then you find out that for some reasons, I don't want to spoil, they, the government decides they can't let him stop being the man from Toronto, even though Woody Harrelson, the real badass man from Toronto is out there trying to figure out like who this guy is, who's pretending to be him. And then they end up having to team up, of course, but it's just, it's pretty fun. I also... Kaylee Kuko? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. I had fun. Uh, I like the Adam project that I watched that I think I talked about on here, but the Ryan Reynolds time travel thing they did for Netflix. That was really good. Yeah. I'm excited to watch this Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg day shift about vampire hunters. Oh yeah. That looks good. It's out right now. I think I'm going to watch it when we're done with the episode. What is this called? Day shift. It's about Jamie Foxx being a vampire hunter and it's got like Snoop Dogg and Dave Franco, Megan Good, and Snoop Dogg are the other people in the cast. Oh, it's got the Good Franco. The Good Franco. The one who doesn't yeah, rape well. As he might have been complicit though. Oh, oh, this looks cool. Is it a comedy or is it more like played up straight up? Comedy. It's action adventure comedy, and it looks like it's pretty heavy comedy. Snoop oh. Dogg's dressed like a cowboy. Yeah, I saw it. he's called like Big Bill or something like that. I'm in, dude. Yeah, I I think I'm down for this. Big John Elliott. Big John. Oh, Peter Stormare is also in it. I think that's who's playing this bank manager in the clip that's rolling when I'm reading the information on Netflix on the screen. That guy, I like that guy. He's done some fun roles. He one of my favorite roles of his was he played Lucifer in the Keanu Constantine. Okay, yeah. yeah. That guy's playing the bank manager. Is it Stormare or is it Stamari? Could be. I mean, I uh, guess it doesn't really matter, but uh, well, it does. Um, I need I need to know. Dude, he's great. He's a no Donnie, these men are nihilist. <laughs> we cut off your Johnson. Oh, he was he was one of the nihilists, yes. They also added Uncharted to Netflix, and I kind of want to watch that, but it seems like I need to watch that in like the middle of the day because I'm gonna be wide awake for the rest of the day. Why is that? It looks like it's cartoonishly action-packed. Stormer. There's no T. It's just Stormer. Peter Stormer. Stormari? Not even. Just Stormer. It's like a silent T. No. According to Google, and they haven't really lied to me. The the Gwiggles? Come on, give it a gigs. I'll even add it to the the messenger. Um, I like him, though. And then apparently the final season of Lock and Key came out. What else is going on? Dude. Yeah. I've just been watching a lot of Alone, if I'm going to be completely honest. It's my 
It's your his what? Orson Welles. You cut out. Would you say it's your what? It's my Orville. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the alone. I just get, a, I can't get enough of it. And now they have like spinoff alone where three people get dropped off at a location for 30 days with only the clothes on their back and a freshly killed big game animal. So they have to find the means to cut said animal, either with rocks or reeds or whatever they can get. And they have to butcher and preserve this animal and try to create shelter and everything else in 30 days mostly in the arctic but i just watched one that was in a swamp oh shit they gotta worry about damn gators down there and they had to process a gator wow dude i just wouldn't eat fuck it i'm dead here's one here's one thing if i've learned nothing else on this show what i've learned is that when you butcher an animal you got to get the guts out quickly um because they that's where all the bacteria comes from because it gets so hot and it heats up the inside of the body when you get it out it's much easier to cool down the body of the of the animal hmm. yeah so if you're in the wild and you have to cut up an animal that's that's your plan right there yeah you also want it out because it'll go septic if it leaks into your meat oh that'd be bad yeah you know what i'm just gonna go alexander super tramp and eat some fucking psychotic berries if that's the case bad potatoes is that what he ate i thought he ate like some psycho berries that were like he's like these are good but they were actually poisoning him are we talking about uh mccandless i don't know is that who alexander super tramp is i don't know he is died, this the guy who died in the van yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was his fake name he gave himself. Uh, yeah, that, that kid was misidentifying a potato plant in his book that he had in him and with him up there mm. and mistakenly ate himself to death. He ate like some really toxic thing, right? Yeah, yeah it's like a pea pod kind of looking thing. And he thought it was mm -hmm. off like a wild potato and it wasn't because he misidentified it in his book. And it makes you get dehydrated like way faster than natural. Oh, that's not good. No way. Yeah, so he withered away pretty fast. But I think the movie tried to make it seem more like uh he like he just got sick. It just Yeah, because he kept eating the berries. I eat it the purple berries. Tastes like burning. <laughs> Is day shift? Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, dude, it's live now. That's what I mean. Oh, like I need man. I'm gonna go get a couple of Big Macs when we're done and then I'm watching this. Or nine walkers. Like, oh God, dude, really? I'm in my truck right now. I don't want to drive all the way up there. You had to say that out loud. <laughs> Sorry. Go get your big box. Dude, the whoppers. Probably, I mean, how many can I eat? A lot. If it's but less than nine, that doesn't make any sense because it's a taller sandwich than the whopper. So it's got more bread, which is more filling. Yeah, but I mean, like, I regularly eat four. When they're two for six, I'll get six. I, I I can eat a lot of them. And if it wasn't, if price wasn't an issue, I feel like I could eat like seven or eight comfortably. They are pretty. They are pretty good. They're pretty it's solid. Been, it's been a couple decades since I've had them. Been about a week for me. I the only McDonald's I eat is the McRib. Nice. I I haven't indulged in the McRib in probably like ten years, man. Oh, yeah. I, I get it every time it comes out, just on principle. Yeah, just to, to make sure it keeps coming back, you're Orvilling it. Orvilling it. <laughs> <laughs> if the Orville doesn't come back, oh, boy. No, it's not I'm, I'm going to be fucking, I'm going to be fucking mad. Yeah. All good things have to end. That's not true. I played, I played like almost two seasons of it today while I was at work. Why? Mm -hmm. Again. That means that means I've made up enough time for you to watch this full. <laughs> I gotta go finish good. this. I got. I know. I, I'm gonna watch it. 
I know I say a lot of things like, oh, I'm like, I'm Steve Rogers. Like, oh, I'll add it to the list. But <laughs> um, I will legitimately add this to the list, but I've got to finish the Orville first. I didn't even oh, no, finish I get it. I didn't even finish Pam and Tommy. I should finish that too. You should also finish that. That was good. I didn't. Yeah, that. but that's that's not getting a second season though. Like the Orville needs the click right now because it is literally the best Star Trek ever. It's like Star Trek, but good. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I, I don't really. I know. I'm just saying that because I I need some of those hate fucking comments to come in. No, I I agree. It's like Star Trek, but good. It is literally that is my description of it too. It is like what if Star Trek didn't suck inherently? Orville. That's funny. I I do I I do enjoy Star Trek. I'm, oh, you know. me too, man. It, the Orville, and I've said this many times, has given me that retroactive goodwill towards Star Trek because I've always written it off because I've been a wars guy since I could walk. You know, I respect that, Mitch, but I think it retroactively makes me hate Star Trek more because I was like, see, the formula was there the whole time and not suck. All you did was n- nine iterations and you didn't figure this one out. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Yeah, all it needed was a, a dude from Rhode Island to write everything. Yeah, Norm MacDonald is an amorphous blob. <laughs> yeah. from, I think he's from Connecticut. Something, oh, yeah, he's probably from like Wickerberry or something, yeah, Connecticut. No, yeah, it's, it's all New England-ish, it's the same. I do enjoy Shit. his stuff, though. I, I really like his movies, I like his comedy. Um, and yeah, you know yeah. what though I'll, I'll give some love for star trek like i i love star wars but i also like star trek and you could like both and i don't like all of it like, i'm not too familiar with all of it but what i am familiar with i really enjoy like next generation is the star trek for me oh hell yeah man next generation fucking rips the few things i've seen yeah it's but, i mean like really can, can you beat the hokiness of the original series and i'm not even a huge fan of the original series like it was fine i didn't watch it all for me it, it really all began with the next gen um and i'm yeah. familiar enough with the the universe i don't know i enjoy it well the orville new horizons is kind of like um i i think it's uh kind of like the next generation on this like mm-hmm. that's kind of what the vibes i've been getting like even though the crew didn't change the like the timeline changed, so they have they. I don't know. It feels like a new beginnings kind of thing. Do they have a movie? Who the Orville? No. See, that would be cool if he made an Orville movie. Oh, totally, dude. Then what if he made it where only every other one was good and it was a real homage? Oh shit! <laughs> that Seth MacFarlane, you diabolic! I'll accept that. I'll accept that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I did watch all of the Star Trek original <laughs> crew movies. Yeah, and they're not all good. Wrath no. of Khan and Undiscovered Country are the are yeah. The two best you don't subscribe to the that like the, all the even numbered ones are good and all the odd numbered ones are bad, with the exception of the first one. The first one sucks. They're like, none of them are playing their own characters. Like, it's directed so terribly. Like, none of them are who they are. And then they corrected it for number two. Let's see. One was the motion picture, not that great. Number two, Wrath of Khan was great. Yeah. Uh, Search for Spock was shitty. Yeah. Voyage Home. Is that what pretty dope? Yeah, that's what the whales that that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, two, four, six. That's that's what it is. The even number movies are are the the better for sure. Yep, for sure. Undiscovered Country might be my top, uh, but Wrath of Khan is just so it's so good and it's so 
Shatner versus Montalban. The only thing better would have been uh, Charlton Heston. Honestly, yeah. It's two of the biggest psychopaths to ever do it, doing it against each other, seeing who could go bigger. But Undiscovered Country is where Sulu gets his own shit. And uh, I like that one. There's a lot going on. Hell yeah. Voyage Home. The Whales. That was a fun movie. Which is I haven't seen they, any of them since I was a kid. What's the one where the Shatner, Shatner meets Picard? Oh, that I know was it's a generation. generation movie. Like Generation. Yeah, but like, which one is that? Number eight? Is that one of the good ones or one of the bad ones? Well, I don't know. Does that does that get... Oh, I guess it does get listed. Uh, it counts. I don't know. Which is the... I don't remember which is the one where data gets his emotion chip i didn't like that one. Mm. where he's like they're going they're like going down to crash and he's like oh shit you're like what Data's <laughs> not gonna do that what are you doing take it like yeah. a man data yeah it kind of ruined it for me uh but i think well if you like soulless automatons the character isaac on the orville will cure what else you. <laughs> i will watch it you know what I'll, I'll try to watch it with ez i'll be like hey oh please do we like tell me how much on. you fucking cry when you watch the season two episode lasting impressions oh did someone die what happened no it's just fucking it's so beautiful but at this it's like a really wonderful love story across time and technology but it's juxtaposed with the cigarette thing and it's so fucking funny and it makes me feel insane, but it, I, in a good way. I will also watch it, Mitch. Yeah, even if you just watch that one episode. I mean, that's my, that's, I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm shilling hard for the Orville this week. Oh, I also got my Usagi Yojimbo toy from NECA in the mail and it rips dicks. I wow. seem stiff. I'll go grab it really quick so that nice. can see it. And we yeah. can describe it to the listener. Oh, hey, Jake. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Matt. Sorry. No, I was going to say that Yelena, Florence, what's her name? Florence. Florence Pugh. Pugh? Who? He was with Zach um, Braff. Yeah. I had no idea. And they just split up, is what yeah, I heard. That's what I just saw. That's an interesting right. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Ooh, alternate head. This tiny dinosaur friend. Yeah, I love that guy. This hat. Little meep guy, yeah. Oh, Both yeah, katanas. Man. Both katanas. Good job. She's, he's got a cape, bunch of sweet hands, some daggers, oh, angry yeah. face. His ears are interchangeable, so you can make him wear the hat. With either face. Oh, really? Yeah. That's dope. Nice, dude. And then he came with like a cloak that's pretty rad, the way he showed up on the Turtles cartoon. That is awesome. Yeah, dude, this thing rules. I want to get fucking Sakai to fucking sign it. Nice. How long ago did you order that? Four months, five months. This one was pretty quick turnaround for NECA. Nice. I, because I, I was. I remember I was telling you something about how I ordered right after WandaVision. I got two Funko Pops, one of the White Vision and one of Wanda using the Darkhold. And they yep. sent me White Vision, but never got the Wanda. I got an email like a week ago that was like, hey, it's going to come in September. And that's nice. only been like a fucking year and a half. Yeah, it happens, man, when you're ordering toys, especially after COVID. Yeah. Uh, well, I just got a piece of news here that might have come out earlier. Um, but according to Deadline, I don't know how reputable they are. Said to be moving along include the second season of Peacemaker, the, the Penguin spinoff featuring Colin Farrell. Okay. 
and a new Greg Berlanti-led series, Green Lantern. They're keeping the core good. But they, they have not given an official word on Young Justice or Harley Quinn. Or Titans oh, or Doom Patrol. Titans or Doom, right. right. I have a feeling those are going to go. Um, because the... The, these people they don't understand meaning that like the people that just bought it and are making these decisions they don't understand how how important it is to have shows like that for their for their core yeah for the people that'll come spend money loyally yeah those bastards what kind of hat is that it's an undertaker hat Oh yeah, dude. Officially licensed. I don't know. Sorry, I, I felt like we were showing. We were doing show and tell. Jake did his Usagi. I did my Undertaker hat. Oh, I don't know. Show us something. That hat's rad, dude. <sighs> I got a really cool hat, and it's upstairs. Too far for me to go, but it's this. It, it's got the Colorado logo on it. It's a gray flat oh, yeah. brim with a Colorado logo, but under the brim it says Cozumel, and I bought it off of a, a server. I showed you a picture. I bought it off the server uh, at this bar that we were at. I was like, that I bought that off of your head if you sold it to me. And he did. So I was like, <laughs> how much you buy it for? Uh, I think I gave him 20 bucks or, or something. He only wanted like 10 or 12 American. I don't know. He wanted pesos and I wasn't doing the conversion at the time. It was like 20. Like, Here's 20 American dollars. Right, which would have been 400 pesos, roughly. Damn. Dango. That's about what I gave him. We got to get in that peso laundering game, y'all. <laughs> yes. And right, saying so... our criminal plan out loud always works out. Let's have keep a record of this. So a second season of Peacemaker, that's great. Um, but what about this? I, I don't know much about this Penguin spinoff. Eh. It's... It's a spinoff from the Batman movie about yeah. Penguin. It, it was Jay supposed Lee to have turned Farrell. into a different project, and now it sounds like it's turned back into the Penguin. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fine, but like I, that doesn't. It's not moving the needle right now for me. Right. Well, it's apparently going to be a lot about Jim Gordon too. Cool. And there's going to be. Uh, there's got to be organized crime and 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 villains like, is, this, yeah. is this taking place uh from the batman movie on where he i would becomes? imagine so okay okay yeah and i think it's gonna be like the iceberg lounge and right sh- showing you all the people that move through there Ooh, so we're gonna see some some good bad villains potentially yeah i think so i think this is so they can start kind of you know soft uh, launching yeah right. soft launch you know like marvel secret spinoffs yeah i like that I, oh speaking yeah. of marvel shows she hulk comes out this week oh hell yeah holy shit dude thursday night is yeah. it come out friday or when's it come out what day um it's supposed to air the 18th which is thursday thursday so wednesday night tomorrow night in the middle of the night. Yes. And I mean, I know that there seems like there's an article about this every fucking time there's a new Marvel show, but this one's supposed to be the best Marvel show yet. Well, I mean, it's got Daredevil in it, so I believe him. I really... Daredevil. Give me that Murdoch. I'm so ready for that. In addition to the Jennifer Walters attorney at law, um, like fake advertisements they've been seeing around for viral marketing, apparently there's also one for Nelson and Murdoch. So we might even see Foggy and maybe Karen Page. Fog Dog the Man? 
I hope so. Yeah, save him from having to be in the second season of that Emilio Estevez list Mighty Ducks show. You shut your whore mouth, Mitch. I'm yeah. so mad Emilio Estevez isn't going to be on the second season. Same. That's why I said that. Okay. I'm so fucking pissed off that he's not going to be in it. You know why, too, right? Yeah. Because COVID? Yeah, there were shots he didn't want to get. Um. Well, what, like nude, full frontal nude shots? Yeah, dude, no, no Estevez cock. That's just from the Sheens. He didn't want to get shots in the, in the back wanna... of the Volkswagen. <laughs> he didn't want to show his Sheenus, huh? No, nah, dude, the Sheenus stays sheathed. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. He's anti-vaxxer is that yeah. for real yeah that's for real man that's why that he didn't get to stay on the show well at least he's doing a lot of other things <laughs> so i mean you think if you got like one opportunity to have something back you wouldn't just like nah fuck yeah. you fire me he's a shane he doesn't care yeah. he's an estevez his dad ramon estevez they do all right yeah yeah i mean charlie sheen's got aids and drinks tiger blood and he's fine He's winning. God. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? I hope anybody who comes after anybody involved with the Ninja Turtles career falls from grace that way. I'm looking at you people who just put out a Rise movie. Oh, yeah, you're so mad about this. Apparently, it's really good, according to the turtle group we're both in. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe them. We should watch it and do a commentary track, and it could just be you being like, Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you for the whole like duration of the movie. Yeah, it'd probably just be the audio of me having an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go full Baco after you watch this. Yeah, dude, this is the birth of Baco. Lie, walk, and load. If we have any crossover fans, this is breaking news that I'm not afraid of getting to Sam before we talk about it on the pod on Thursday. Ooh. But there's possibly a Baco suit in the mail. Yeah, I just, didn't Sam post that in his fucking... Um... I, don't, I don't know. I don't look at Instagram. Oh, well, he did. He posted it. It's public. All right, Baco's on its way, dude. Yeah, but it's not a real Ninja Turtles. It's like just a regular turtle, right? It's a tortoise hero outfit. Questionably <laughs> aged ninja Yes, it has a purple top hat that is permanently attached to the mascot head for legal reasons. It looks like a cowboy hat in the picture. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't see the picture. I'm going off of Sam's description. Oh, well, does Sam know the difference between top hats and cowboy hats? I mean, no. <laughs> uh, it's all just part of the Potomatic universe with broadcast geeks, werewolf radar, chubby behemoth. It's still basically just the sex pot universe, but we're like the 813 or whatever. Yeah, we're like the show that has more episodes and it's less successful. Well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're choosing to go up against Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, people can tune in to see my insane clown posse cut out every week and they're fucking not. So whose fault is Do, that? Are you posting video? No. <laughs> Uh, I don't, like I don't want people to see that we're all 100% naked recording this fucking <laughs> The show runs, we stay awake by tweaking our own nipples at each other, folks. Yeah, I did the Peacemaker dance earlier and windmilled my dongle around my fucking room. <laughs> I want you to get uh, another one of those cutouts and I want you to cut the head out and then stand behind it while you record. 
<laughs> I could probably just stand off to the side. It's just the same. I'm going to start faking pictures I took with the insane combat thing. They're always in the same clothes. Or are you going to dress your standee? Oh, I'm going to just become a cartoon character wearing the same clothes every every day. No, I mean the guys in the standee. Oh, yeah, of course. It's going to be the same clothes. Well, I didn't know if maybe you'd throw like a starter jacket on one of them. Oh, yeah. I guess for realistic purposes, it would have to be. <laughs> I don't know. And, uh, oh, man, I'm, I've got like 40 minutes left of this Better Call Saul series finale. Oh yeah, shit is like after a couple. The past couple episodes have kind of dragged on, but uh, the shit's picking up, and it's only got forty minutes left before it's done forever. Forever. Is it is it caught up to modern time or uh, not modern time? But it caught up to now. He's in hiding from all the stuff that happened in Breaking Bad, oh, which yeah. is like six years after uh, Better Call Saul. And now things are starting to get a little too spicy for the pepper. That's a spicy, spicy meatball. Yeah, dude. He's. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but the H is O. The heat is on. Where's it at? On the street. What? Thank you. I wanted to know where the heat was on at, and Matt told me it's on the streets. Because the heat is on. Yes, sir. Well, we should I'm gonna there. watch. To... I'm gonna watch that, and I'm gonna go watch the Orville. Hashtag renew the Orville, everybody. Watch it, stream it, watch it on Hulu, and then watch it again on Disney Plus, or stream it to nobody in their empty house, like Jake Becker does, because he's a good friend. So wait, did yeah. You, did you say that they're gonna rename Hulu to like Disney Adult or something, Disney Mature? No, they're. I don't think they're gonna rename it yet, but they probably will rename it. I don't know. They might keep it for brand recognition, but they don't have Disney, to anymore. Disney XXX. The big one. Yeah. With Dicky Mouse. <laughs> Ow! Uh-huh. I'm a raging hard butter. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, oh, well, Comcast agreed to hold its stake in Hulu until January 2024. Then oh, Comcast can force Disney to buy its 33% of Hulu at a minimum total valuation of $27.5 billion. Yeah, but I think billion. Disney wants that. Disney does want it, right? Hulu's going to last, I think. Well, yeah, and they're going to treat it that way. They're going to start putting their more adult content that yeah. they don't want to brand as Disney on this right. other thing. Yeah. Right. It'll be there where they used Fox programming and your kids can watch Disney plus, but you should watch Hulu. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think we nailed it. Y'all. All right. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. Well, quite a, quite a good informative episode. We're all over the map here. Now that all of our DC shows are canceled, we're, we're, we're venturing out to bring the good word of other shows back to the, the crew here. Um, but yeah, but if you want to tell us what you're watching, you can email us at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. Please follow us on our Facebook page and interact with us there. Or you can send us a tweet broad- at Broadcast Geeks, or you can follow us on Instagram, Broadcast underscore Geeks. We do have a subreddit that has nothing going on, so maybe make a post there at r slash Broadcast Geeks. You can always subscribe and like and share and give us five stars on our podcast at uh, Podbean, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. What uh, You can just listen along if you don't want to do any of that and just twiddle your thumbs. I don't know. But until next week, we'll see you next time. And...
I thought you were pulling out a long and before you were going to say, and we leave you with. Oh, should I have said that? No. Should we do it again? Nope. Nope. I liked what you did. (laughs)